Welcome to Bariatric Yarns, where we talk all things weight loss surgery. This season, I'm sharing my book, An Unexpected Journey, which is all about my first year of weight loss surgery, and I reflect on how much things have changed since the big day as I approach my three-year mark this December. In this episode... It's chapter six of An Unexpected Journey and I talk you through my weekly updates that I posted to Instagram uh, from week one all the way through to my seven seven kind of month mark after weight loss surgery. actually found this quite therapeutic and interesting to listen to um, as I hit certain milestones on weights and then you'll kind of see over time uh, what my focuses and how things changed for me and what my hopes and dreams were for myself. Um, I like this episode. It's a goodie. Welcome back to Bariatric Yarns. It is a uh, kind of miserable looking Sunday here. I'm not sure. I recorded three episodes yesterday and uh, I'm on to the fourth of the weekend today. So this is this is chapter six. And in chapter six of An Unexpected Journey, we covered, uh, it's actually just weekly updates across the the period of um, that initial weight loss surgery. So to begin with, I would post once a week uh, with a bit of an update on how that week had gone. I don't think I managed to continue that through to the 52-week mark, um, but I'm not sure and I didn't fast forward and have a look. Uh, it is actually Easter Sunday here, so I'm sitting, staring at my one and only Easter egg. Oh, I just grabbed it so I could read it. It is a Bennett's milk chocolate golden egg with sea salt buttons. Now, Bennett's is a chocolate factory in Mangafai, uh, in Northland, if anyone is wondering. And they make the most delicious chocolate. I really love it. Um, my... Dad used to buy my children uh, an Easter egg from there every year because he had a friend who worked there and they'd get an Easter egg with their name written on it and um, we used to like help them eat the chocolate because they really didn't appreciate just how good it was. But since he's passed on, I haven't had an egg from there so I'm super excited. Um, we went, I went into a, a local store, so I live about 45 minutes from Mangafai. I had a look online and they did sell, they sell like bunnies and eggs and stuff online. There literally was a two kilo one. I think it was like $120, which I did put out there to, on Instagram, like DM me if you want my address and nobody took me up on that. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'll live. Just had to buy myself one instead. I found it in this little boutique store in town. They stocked. Uh, I just went in for a look because I'd never been in there before and I had some time to kill. And they stocked them, and not the, it's a 250 gram one, not the two kilo one, but gosh, I'm looking forward to ripping into that. I still, um, post-COVID, can't really taste anything properly, so I don't want to eat it yet, because I really want to enjoy it when the time comes. But, um, I'm home alone at the moment, my son went to his cousin's yesterday he's been dying to go there so we've been in ice over two weeks school holidays are just about to start so he's gone to his cousin's yesterday and he's having easter there 
Um, and my husband and my daughter, Olivia, have just taken the dog for a walk. So I thought, what am I going to do? Well, I'll come record a podcast. Um, I can't walk longer than 10, like 20 minutes max with some stops in there at the moment. Um, <laughs> because I get, I just get really uncomfortable and I get quite a bit of pain in the pelvic area just due to this pregnancy. I'm um, 20, and I've t- I said it like 10 million times yesterday, but I'm nearly 23 weeks. At my 20-week uh, mark, I was, I was like the size of a 30-week bump. So, And there's been some significant growth in the last few weeks. So I feel like I'm 40 weeks pregnant, and um, I look like I'm waddling around everywhere. So... As much as I actually have quite a bit of energy, my body's like, no. <laughs> and um, I just have to stick to those short walks. But <clears throat> I did get up this morning, had bacon and eggs for breakfast, which was quite nice. Um, and I've started like putting a little bit of makeup on and doing my hair some days because it just makes me feel better. Um I don't know if, if it's that my I look I feel like I look better, but I I think it's more the act of like getting ready to go somewhere, even though I've got nowhere to go. So I had a shower this morning because um I showed in my hair like I think this would be day four four days ago, and um my scalp gets a bit itchy after a little bit of you know if I haven't washed it. So I woke up this morning and I was like oh no I can't get through this for the day. So I had a shower and I thought, oh, I'll just let my hair dry. Anyway, then I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I was like, you know what? (laughs) I feel, and I think I used this word yesterday, like a bush pig. Uh, I think I might make the effort to dry and straighten my hair. And um, I got this new eyebrow pencil yesterday. I'm not impressed with it. It's a Maybelline one. Um, I typically have been using, I've got like a, oh gosh, I'm the worst makeup describer person, like a little um, pottle one that I use with a brush to apply, but my brush went missing, so I haven't, I've been meaning to, I was like, oh, you know what, I think I might just try pencil again, so I got this pencil one from Farmers yesterday, um, I don't even know how much it cost. I, I think it would have been like 20 something dollars and I used it today and it's like pretty much gone. It's, it's like a crayony kind of one, um, right down to the nub. So I was like, oh, I must be able to twist this and make it a bit longer, but I freaking can't. So I don't know if it's just meant to like, if it's going to end up just staying there and still be useful but if it isn't, what a bloody joke. I'm not happy. It's also, I got um, medium dark brown or whatever. And it it's actually too dark for me, which is interesting because I didn't think it would be. And it didn't look like that from the um, little cap on it. But anyway, <laughs> there's a whole lot of stuff that you probably did not sign in to listen to. Um, let's get cracking into this chapter. So this is chapter six of 13. I think what I've realized is I made the like table of contents page, 
but then I went through the book and changed some of the chapters, I think, to chunk chunk it out and space it out a bit more. Um, so what I looked at in the table of contents might not actually match what I'm seeing. For example, the last two episodes in the table of contents was only one chapter, but when I actually read it out, it was two. So um, oh, this is, we're all getting surprised over this, but let's get cracking. Um, chapter six, this is weekly Instagram updates. 16th of December, one week post-op, 126.5 kilos. I feel like human again. Thank you to everyone who has sent me love in the past week. I needed it. I feel so good today. Finally into a routine and and the feeling of being sick has made way for some new feelings. I'm able to feel a wee bit of excitement over the fact that I've dropped 14.3 kilos since pre-op. Started, which I started on the 11th of November. I've noticed my clothes are fitting better and I had to keep pulling up my favourite shorts yesterday that used to cling to me. I slept seven and a half hours straight. I literally can't remember the last time I did that, like in the last 12 months, I swear. Things are improving. The journey may only be beginning, but I'm starting to feel like I have the energy to keep going. So fuck yes. Two weeks post-op, 124.3 kilos down, uh, down 16.5 kilos. I can't believe it's only been two weeks. In the last week, I've moved onto soft foods, went for my normal weekly long walk and hit the bike at the gym. I did a week of work from home. I've hit my protein requirement nearly every day and my water requirement every single day plus more most days. I've had some chocolate and a spoonful of ice cream at Christmas dinner. I cut my hair off after five years of growing it long. I've learned about taking care of my body at a spiritual level and acknowledging all food that I eat is a blessing, regardless of the label I choose to put on it. I removed my incision dressings, freaked out over one, and now they are healing nicely with the help of some kawakawa balm. I've eaten things my tummy hasn't liked. Some things have tasted differently to me. I think I may have pissed my gallbladder off today, but it's hard to tell still with all the different feelings in my body. And that's just one week. Eight days ago, I was telling myself at the two-week mark I would be feeling better. I would not regret this, and it's true. I can't remember the last time I was under 125 kilos. I've decided my first unofficial weight goal is 118 kilos. KGs. This is the weight I was when I got pregnant for the first time at age 19. Not many people can say they weigh the same as their teenage selves, right? Four weeks post-op. 122.8 kilos. Down 18 kilos since pre-op. Life is slowly returning to normal. I'm not missing alcohol in the slightest. Did pick up a bit of a sugar craving post-op, but began to kick its ass yesterday. Will continue today. I miss being able to eat normally some days, but remember that normal for me was a five foot five, five foot five man worth of food. No, I think I was meant to write six foot five. I have improvements in my sleep, which was my main goal, and this excites the hell out of me. I'm hoping to leave my CPAP machine behind when I head to Bali at the end of the month if I feel okay to do so. 
I'm amped to get back into the gym and start lifting heavy weights again and doing hit classes, but that will come. I miss vegetables like nothing, but this is temporary. As much as the first week sucked ass, I definitely do not regret this, and the benefits are only at the top, at the tip of the iceberg right now. I can see a difference in my puku, my tummy, for sure, in some other areas. I took some undie pics today, so I'll have some comparison pics down the line, and I'll talk to the husband about making sure he keeps the phone at the same angle in future. Five weeks post-op. First walk this morning. Fit 3D, oh sorry, not first, post-walk this morning is the photo. Fit 3D scan this morning. Nine weeks difference. I'm down 20.4 kilos. 15.7 kgs fat and 4.6 kgs lean mass, down 58 centimetres overall, 47% body fat, down to 45% body fat. I'm stoked, and I haven't lost much muscle mass. I was so worried it would be something like 10 kilos gone, but I was relieved when I saw 4.6 kgs. Nine weeks since the journey started on pre-op, and I can't believe how much has changed in such a short time, bring on the next nine weeks. And I'll talk more about the Fit3D scan uh, later on in another episode and what what that actually is. 20th of January 2026 weeks post-op, and I'm back at the gym, baby, 119.7 kilos this morning, down a total of 21.1 kgs. Can't start my strength building program for another two weeks, but HIT training is on high intensity training, interval training. I'm lucky to have our niece staying with us this week, which is allowing me a bit more flexibility to work out because the husband is on call. Got to use it while I can. Booked in for this week, Monday hit, Tuesday box fit and walk, Wednesday walk, Thursday walk and kettle flow. All my walks are with friends and more for my mental and spiritual well-being than fitness. I fill my cup catching up with my favourite people and the bonuses doesn't involve drinking. Can honestly say no regrets for surgery, just be ready to catch your mind up to the big changes your body is going through literally overnight. Happy Monday. 27th Jan 2027 weeks post-op, 118.3 kilos, down 22.5 kilos. Things are getting more normal every day. This week I discovered I have reflux and that's okay, I can manage it. I got to go back to the gym and lift some weights, not my normal weights yet, but still some iron. I found out I can run and join in on our hit and boxing classes without having to scale so much for my fitness. I realised I can actually fit size 18 clothes from Kmart, and it wasn't just a fluke for the first pair of shorts I brought from there, and I met my goal of hitting the 118 Z. <laughs> Two days and I head to Bali to celebrate my 30th birthday sober, but look forward to swimming, good food and sightseeing. P.S. Is it just me or does my leg hair grow so much faster now? Feb 3rd, 2028 weeks post-op. No wait, I'm on holiday. Last weigh-in before I left was 117.9, down 22.9 kgs. Just Google that and it's 50 pounds, whoop whoop. Can see a difference in the photos. Sorry, I had to work a filter on there to try and lighten today's ones up. Feeling great. Body has healed. Looking forward to getting back into my weights program now. Surgeon said eight weeks for heavy weights. Fitness has come miles since pre-op, and that was purely from weight loss, not training. 
I've been sleeping without my CPAP machine, which was my ultimate goal, and have not been feeling shattered like I once was. And I don't snore anymore. I've been surprised at the loose skin. Didn't think it would be like that so early on, but working through it. It's taken me some time to realise buying size 18 clothes hasn't been a fluke in one shop. I now own clothes from the warehouse, Kmart, Posty Plus, Cotton On, H&M that are all size 18 or XL and they all fit. I spend far too much time looking in the mirror when I'm nude or in a bra and undies because I'm in love with my new bod, even though it's still changing. I'm in awe of how much my shape has changed and seeing something smaller looking back at me in the mirror. I've got a tendency towards anxiety, fear of the future, of what ifs, which has lent a hand in my worry about skin removal surgery, even though I'm so far away from that, but I'm working through it. I guess when the weight is dropping, we find other things to focus on because for so long it's been figuring out the how. Overall, glad I'm here. So proud of myself for making the decision to go through with this. I feel more like me than I have in a very long time. Not because of the weight loss, but because I'm starting to believe in myself again. All of those years of failing to do the one thing I desperately wanted to do and then feeling miserable because I felt useless are slowly peeling away and I'm beginning to feel in such a good space. Oh, wow. Sidebarring there. That was a very that was a very nice post. Very empowering. I like that. I can feel how I felt reading that out. February eleventh, twenty twenty. Nine weeks post op. One hundred and fourteen point two kilos down. Twenty six point six. Really strange. Getting used to smaller portions. I was eating more sweets in the first month or so as a bit of a coping mechanism and have managed to knock that on the head. Still having some chocolate when I want it, but not every day. Gave myself a fright the other night when I walked out of the bathroom at the hotel and saw myself in the mirror out of the corner of my, of my eye. I didn't recognise myself at all. It was mortifying, but also hilarious at the same time. Currently pleasantly surprised at my tummy shrinking down. Struggling most with loose thighs because I'm such a shorts girl. Almost becoming less confident in swimmers, and I go as I go because I'm so conscious of it. But this too shall pass. Can't believe it's nine weeks already. Time is flying by. Seventeenth Feb, twenty twenty. Ten weeks post-op. CPAP free. Weight didn't change much this week. One hundred fourteen point one down hundred grams from last week. But it's not a surprise as I've been recovering from a seven-day patch of barley belly. I have been sleeping without my CPAP for over three weeks and I feel like I really didn't celebrate it as much as I thought I would, mainly because it wasn't just all of a sudden, this is the last night I'm using my machine, instead I just didn't use it one night and then the next and so on. So this is celebration week. I have achieved my number one goal and the main reason why I ever considered bariatric surgery. It's funny how quickly we forget how things were. I've already gotten used to just being able to go to sleep, roll over freely, lay on my tummy, cuddle my husband, get up easily, and now it just seems normal to do all of the above. Can't believe I don't snore anymore. I'm excited again for trips with my girlfriends where I can share a room and not have to worry about my machine, or before my CPAP years, about my snoring. Fucking stoked. Goodbye CPAP. Thank you for saving me for the past four years, but I never want to see you again. 24th of Feb 2020, post-op week 11. I thought it was 12 today. Just shows how much attention I've been paying lately. 112.2 kilos down 28.6. Lost 2 kilos sometimes 
in the last two weeks. I'm not sure what exactly, when exactly I'm, I might have muddled up my weights. Not a huge move, but happy anyway. I've got no expectations on the scales anymore, but it's nice to see them go one way. I'm feeling pretty good body-wise. Can improve on food. Uh, fall into a bit of a snack hole at the moment and not good snacks either. Sour, tree, sour cream and chives grain waves are killing me. It's not that I can eat fuck all, but it's that I know if I don't work on eating food that serves me, then later down the track we'll go and have some problems that I don't want. I ate like six Jeffathins yesterday post dinner. Why the fuck do they go down so well? Honestly, it seems like junk food doesn't make my tummy sore, but an extra bit of meat or veggies will put me into tummy spasms for 20 minutes. Come on, body, reject the junk and make my life easier. No, in all honesty, though, this week is about eating things that are serving me well, making sure I hit my protein goals and getting the H2O in. Still do not have one single regret about surgery. We'll do it again in a heartbeat. 2nd March 2020, 12 weeks post-op, 111.2 kilos down 29.6. I've been weighing myself most days this week because I'm getting close to that 30 kilo mark and actually was 110.7 on Friday, which was 30.1 and then bam, got my full blown period on Saturday. (laughs) That was not meant to be, this was not meant to be celebrating a week. So as of today, I am still 400 grams away from going and buying myself some three and zero balloons. which I am bloody looking forward to. The last week I've busted back into exercising and I've started going to sleep earlier. Sands last night when I didn't fall asleep till after 1am and now I've woken at 5am. Overall though, big improvement. I was in bed by 10.30 on the weekend, which is unheard of for me. Had my amazing sessions on emotional therapy and especially loved learning how to muscle test myself in times of indecision. I have to follow up on my three-month appointment with my surgeon today. It will be over the phone and he can give me a recap on my bloods. 9th March 2020, 13 weeks post-op, 109.8 kilos down 31 kgs. Whoop whoop, I celebrated early last week, but this official weigh-in day, this is official weigh-in day, so I am stoked. I talked in my story about how pre-op I would have thought reaching these milestones would give me a rush or make me ecstatic, but in reality, I'm happy, but I'm not singing from the rooftop happy. And it's because I'm honestly so amazed every week that the scales continue to go down. There is no number I'm wanting to see before I let myself celebrate. I am bloody happy now. It makes me sad when I see people who are waiting for that 5kgs or whatever it may be to be done and feel like they have succeeded. I hear it from friends too often and I just want to bang their heads against the wall. Honestly, just think if you pin your hopes and dreams on a number, then you'll spend all of your time and energy trying to get there and stay there. It will never end. Comments like, I'm still a, far, I'm still a long way from goal following from a victory is almost like telling yourself to stop celebrating or enjoying a win because you aren't at your true goal when actually, where did that number or idea really come from? Truly though, I use the scales to weigh and enjoy watching them go down for the first time in my life. Yeah, I feel a bit cute weighing less than my husband for the first time in our 14 years together, but I'll be damned if I spend any more time than I have to obsessing over how much I should weigh. I've done that for long enough and can't be fucked anymore. I'm more interested in body fat, lean mass percentages. They are numbers I can work with. Please be kind with yourself, especially those who are losing large amounts. Remember where you came from and ask yourself if this is 
this experience can be summarized and only end and be celebrated with that one final number. Because I think everyone is doing an amazing job right now. Be proud every week. Be enough every week. Who gives a fuck that we end, that we finally end up, what we find, who gives a fuck what we finally end up weighing or where our bodies finally settle after the journey. These vessels have been through the monumental changes in how we feel and improvements in our health. Not me, if I haven't made that clear enough. <laughs> I'm going to sidebar on this because obviously I was feeling uh, pretty empowered at the time when I wrote that, but I definitely did not continue to not care about the scales uh, going forward. I think it was very much like a cycle. I found it. Quite, I find it interesting, you know, bef- I, you know, for a long period of time I was like, oh, the scales are king. After that it went to oh, body fat percentage and measurements and and then it went to, oh, but, you know, photos telling telling the difference. I kind of progressively went through these different stages where I thought one was better than the other. Um, and it wasn't until I had, I got into the intuitive eating stuff that I realized, it's, you know, had to really question at the source why, uh, you know, my body was better weighing a certain amount having a certain amount of fat or um, lean mass looking a certain way, I really had to question myself as to why that was a measurement for success for me in the first place over and above actually just feeling good in my body and mind. So I find it interesting in in this post. It's good. I obviously was feeling more confident to just like try not to care so much about the scales but I, I certainly was still stuck in that trap uh, that came down to body composition and appearance. Um, yeah, so quite interesting. I will continue on. 16th of March 2020, week 14 post-op, 108.8 kilos down, 32 kg, kgs. I'm turning into a before and after person and I'm understanding why people get into it so much. You get used to seeing yourself and forget how far you've come. I still look at older photos in disbelief. I just never saw myself like that. I didn't think my face was that round or my chins were that prominent. (laughs) This was 2018 when I did a walk for work and yesterday when I did a walk, just because uh, the before and after photo. I'm finally getting back into the gym. Yay, I've only been talking about it for six weeks. Feeling good. Time is going fast yet slow because 14 weeks isn't really that long. I haven't been great with water and protein, so that's my new focus for now. Exercise can tick along in the background because I enjoy it and I feel in a natural routine. Now this week was figuring out social eating. Feels weird being over halfway to the six months mark. From what I've seen, most people lose majority of weight in the first six months, so I wonder what that'll look like for me. I'm less interested in skin removal as I was before. Still think I'll, I'll want slash need it but I don't think about it like I originally did. But I think we all go through those phases. 23rd of March, 2020, week 15 post-op. 107.8 kilos, down 33. Food has not been great this week, but hey. A new week and I'm feeling refocused. I pushed myself this morning and went up the local moanga for my Monday morning 6am walk. My knee was not forgiving and started to be a bit of a dick on the way down. Hoping with some rest, I could still go to the gym today. Had a shit time on a night after, on, at night, after eating too quickly. Good reminder to slow down and stop being a greedy guts. 
I am not invincible. Main aim for week 15, back to basics, eat three times a day. And if I want more before or after fitness, it's a protein shake. Make sure I'm hitting my 60 grams of protein a day. 30th of March, week 16. I just realised it's week 16 today. No way in. Probably would have been up with all the shite I've eaten this week anyway. Next Monday it is. I'll do some photos this week. Highlights this week has been doing more than one day of couch to 5km training. Never made it past day one before. It's been a weird week of adjusting to COVID-19 isolation and lockdown at home. Navigating my endless trips to the kitchen. Not too much to update this week. 6th of April 2020, week 17 post-op, 106.9 kilos down 33.9. About 7 kgs to go to get to my goal of 99.8 kilos and total 40 kg loss. Focus this week, 60 grams of protein a day including a shake and center, start center fit 6 week program, it's an app that Chris Hemsworth made and start gratitude journal. April 13th, 2020, week 18 post-op, 107.2 kgs, up 300 grams from last week. Officially in a stall, but it seems like most people get them, so I'm not worrying about it. Highlight from last week was getting back on the protein bandwagon with a shake every day and actually enjoying it. Today I did week four, day one of couch to 5km. I got record time for mile and kilometre. Still slow as fuck, but the mantra is keep moving forward and that's all that matters right now. This picture of me is in my henne shorts, but I had to go back inside for my lip balm, never go anywhere without it, and changed into my black long ones instead. The idea of my thigh jiggle scared me off and I wasn't 100% sure they wouldn't ride up on me. The run was hard, but I made it. 20th of April. Week 19 post-op, 106 kgs officially out of the stall. Not much to report this week, things seem to be staying pretty much the same. Trying to make conscious choices with meals and snacking, plus keeping the water up. Highlight was hitting my Bronco goal. Up to five, up to week 5 of couch to 5km and cracking the shits because there is a 20 minute non-stop run at the end of this week. I've put up posts. It's of my current weight goal, 99.8 kgs, to get under 100 kilos all over the house. Have one in all of the places I go the most, beside the bed, bathroom, sink, back of the toilet door, mirror, fridge and jug. Last time I did it, it was for the big 118 mark to get to pre-pregnancy weight. 27th of April 2020, week 20 post-op. Was up a few hundred grams on weigh-in, but it's shark week and normal for me. I'll have to take some photos today. I don't think much has changed in the past four weeks, to be completely honest with you. A friend who works in this field and has done a ton of research on exercise physiology and bariatric surgery told me prelim results showed most people lost most of their weight within six months, and then some find it hard to stay motivated and keep going as the numbers drop. I've thought about that a lot, and I'm a bit scared of my six-month mark because of it. I guess I told myself I needed to have all my shit sorted before I hit that mark. All the habits and routines locked into place so I could soldier on. In reality, I'm still eating what feels like all the baking. I've got my protein locked down in the last past two weeks. Praise be, my water is better thanks to the Red Seal range of herbal tea I've fallen in love with. 
I'm working hard to figure out what else I need to release emotionally because there still is a lot of shit for me to deal with, which is why I still find myself wanting to eat more of what tastes good even when I'm not hungry. My therapist said releasing shit from your past, even if it's subconsciously, is like peeling back layers of an onion. So I just have to keep on keeping up in that space. I know deep down, the feeling of not being enough has fueled a lot of negative energy in my life and made me very anxious at times. I also get worked up when I perceive people think I'm lazy, dumb or not capable. The only way to change this is to build on my beliefs and open myself up to receive new things and thoughts. And I'm working on that. Overall, I feel like my mind is catching up to my body. I'm having more insights into my thoughts and feelings and slowly feel the weight on my shoulders begin to lift. May 24th, 2020, post-op week 21. Not going to lie, I weighed in this morning. Hard to break the habit, but I've reduced weighing by 90% by moving them. 105.7 kgs this morning, and I'm fucking stoked to crack the 105s. That takes us to 35.1 kgs from 140.8. Lots of growth in the past week, shifting my mindset to truly think about how I can grow myself. Posted a picture in these jeans a while back, except I couldn't do them up. They are definitely still snug, but first pair of jeans from Glassons ever. 11th of May 2020, post-op week 22, 105.5 kgs. Only weighed in because I'm back on docusate and it's cleared me right out. So I was wondering if I'd crack the 104s. <laughs> That's a no lie in. Oh well, getting closer. This week has been horrible for sleep. Didn't have my vitamins for a week and I think that played a part. I'm back on them, thankfully, so give them a bit of time to kick in. Food has been okay, except for the addition of cookies. I need to stop baking them, but oh, I'm out of the habit. I'm out of the habit of baking every day, so that's a win. Find out today if the kids will go back to school next week. I hope they do because they miss their friends and routines dearly. The way I work has completely changed in the past six weeks. It means that going forward, I'll be doing a lot more work from home and at different hours, not the standard nine to four. This is opening me up to a new. Way of life and training. I am going to be able to drop the kids off and go to the gym for strength training in the mornings. Get all of my training in without having to juggle who has the kids. It's getting me quite excited. Tired as fuck today. There will be no running from me, but maybe a stroll. Checked out the Garmin 10k coaching program at 3.30am this morning. It looks really cool. Changes as you go through the suit through to suit your progression and average splits. I'm aiming to be able to do run a 10k by September 20th. Scared that I'll play rugby and get injured because I feel like that it doesn't take much to have a back step in running and it's such hard work. 18th of May 2020, post-op week 23. 104.4 kgs, finally cracked the 104s. That was a nice surprise. With my new target of 89.8 kgs, that puts me at 14.4 kgs away from my goal. 40 kg mark is is 99.8 so let's get there first and start the 10 kg countdown side note my 40 kg mark actually was 100 and 100.8 but I couldn't count I've been really enjoying this last week doing the May weight loss surgery photo challenge as I've been thinking a lot about this experience and reflecting on what's been happening truly is a whirlwind I set out I sent out my first coaching email last week for my practice clients to help me with my nutrition certification 
and I got accepted into a diploma of business. It's been a good week for life. Cut down on snacking and baking, still did both, but way less. And funnily enough, did less exercise, not on purpose. So now my brain's like, oh, maybe you should just do less. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Go away, evil angel. <laughs> so side note on this one. Um, actually, my so I did the precision nutrition level one um, coaching certificate. And I've just had my email to say that I have to do my two year recertification exam. So... It's been two years since I wrote that post. Um, I did get accepted into the Diploma of Business, but I ended up withdrawing. And last year instead, I actually studied to degree level. So now I have my um, degree in business uh, management, which was awesome. Progress. 25th of May, 2020. 24 weeks post-op. Six months today. 104.2 kilos, total of 36.6 gone to date. Where did the time go? So thankful for everything that's happened. My mind hasn't caught up to the changes yet and I'm still surprised every time I fit whatever clothes I've brought. Wonder if that will ever change. Still have 100% no regrets. Can't even say I wish I'd done it sooner because I believe it happened at the right time for me. I learned a lot about myself before and I was in a great space to get surgery and have a smooth recovery. Shucks, six months. Imagine what another six months will look like. I'll be at my goal, whatever that looks like, and I'll be shopping up a fucking storm. That is the truth. What do I want to see in the next six months? Firstly, 99.8 kgs on the scales, and then 89.9 after that. I want to be running a 30-minute 5k, making it up Mount Manaya in 35 minutes. I would love to have a bit of an idea around body fat and lean mass by then too, but I'll know more after my next Fit3D scan once I hit the 40 kg loss. Most of all, in six months, I want to have my food habits locked down and consistent, not perfect, because that's not achievable for me, but I want to eat well most of the time and move well most days. The first six months have been well, but I'm determined to make the second six months even better and keep moving forward. Thank you for all of your support. I really appreciate it. PS just hit 700 followers. We'll have to add my email account to my bio soon so people know where to send all the free stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that never happened. (laughs) 1st of June, 2020, week 25 post-op. I weighed in and I was going, and it was going the wrong way. So let's just forget about this week. Very aware with the increase in strength training last week, the body will be doing some different things. So I'm not taking it personally. Here's a photo of me in this bomb wireless sports bra and it's supposed that is supposed to be high impact. Definitely one silver lining of the boob shrinking is being able to wear these kinds of things and get actual support. Most of the rolls under those compression tights, most of the rolling, I don't know, but the top one there is hanging about. Oh yeah, I don't know what I was trying to say there. <laughs> I always think of it as the liver roll because, and this is the roll under the boobs, because in all the Dr. Libby stuff I've done, she connects that role with our liver function. Usually when you clean your diet up, it'll be the first place to start to shrink, weight loss or not. It was washing day, hence no sheets on the bed. Recap of this week. I was very sore every single day since getting back into weights last Monday. I'm still sore now, but a lot better. I didn't do all my runs or all of my yoga classes I intended on doing, but it is what it is. Next week is a new week and I'm going to look at it and adjust my plan. Food was okay. Still some baking in there, probably too many protein bars. 
ate more fish, we'll continue to eat more fish, brought some lifting shoes last night, a million people would told me, sorry, to get chucks, and I already have them, so I'll try, but I fell in love with these Reeboks, and they happened to be released at midnight last night, so I stayed up watching Shameless and brought them, honestly, what a dick, eh? dipped into my wardrobe account and brought those beautiful shoes, but apparently they last for years, so I feel better about that, <laughs> so, sidebar, that was the 1st of June 2020, it is today, the 17th of April 2022, I think I've worn those shoes one time, <laughs> but I can't bring myself to get rid of them because I love them so much and I hope that one day I will get to seriously do some lifting properly in those things <laughs> oh gosh that's definitely one purchase that I was like why girl why okay June 22nd 2020 seven months post-op 102.2 kgs 38.6 down I stopped my weekly updates a month ago Instead, I'll do monthly ones when I remember. 28 weeks. It feels like it's gone super fast, but also like a lifetime has passed. Things have changed considerably. My mind is still playing catch up with my brain, and I still have to look for myself in photos sometimes and spend a long time buzzing out at photos with me beside other people because I can't believe how much I look like them. I blend in now. Where I once stood out is usually the biggest person in the picture. It's not even about how... I felt it's literally aesthetic like describing how something catches you in the corner of your eye but you know what it is I've had a big stall in the last few months but I'm not surprised or mad about it I was eating a lot of snacks namely still homemade cookies this week is a second week in a row the scales have started to move again I feel pretty normal now stop worrying about skin removal surgery because I want another baby in the next few years so no point in going there Oh my god, sidebar. Imagine if I had had skin removal surgery, then I got pregnant with freaking triplets. <laughs> but I'm actually feeling pretty comfortable with my current loose skin situation. I think my body's doing a bloody good job at changing. I still have zero regrets. Ditched the dip in business and applied for a certain exercise. Following on from the nutrition certification, it actually seems exciting. I'm just waiting to hear back as they have limited spots left. This will mean spending 220 hours in a gym in the span of 16 weeks. So your sis going to be busy as fuck and will have to kiss goodbye to her lazy Wednesdays off work. Anyway, she's getting a bit long, even though not even sure that this will post. We'll try to do some photos today, but can't imagine much would have changed since last month, so might not. Yeah, so I did sign up for the certain exercise and start it with one of my friends, and it actually just ended up being so much more theory than I ever thought that it would potentially be like I thought the nutrition um certificate was hardcore sciencey holy crap I couldn't keep up with the certain exercise so I had to pull out of that one it was too much for me oh my gosh that's the end of um chapter five so I went through chapter no chapter six yeah so I went through all of my um posts and to, to, to try and find those update ones that I did and that was the last one that I'd done at the seven seven months mark um <clears throat> I talk a little bit later on in the book about the hitting that 12 months mark so we will cover you know how things are now I think there's a whole chapter dedicated to that somewhere but yeah that was actually really cool reading through all of my posts and seeing how things changed and gosh I had some high hopes for myself at that six month mark I don't think I met any of those. I never got down to 89 kilos. The lowest I ever weighed post 
weight loss surgery was 96 kilos and that was literally for a day <laughs> like I was I like weighed myself I was like 96.0 kilos and then that was it never saw that number again um <laughs> and it's yeah it's quite interesting my body ended up kind of settling in the 100 to 104 mark um but I've done like so I had my emotional therapist well-being kind of coach who took me through um I started working with her before I had surgery uh and then those kind of first few initial months and I really liked her analogy of peeling back the onion layer and like starting to let go of stuff we did some awesome work um I still use the muscle testing she introduced me to essential oils and and how to change my state of mind quickly all that kind of stuff and um as well as tapping so I'd, I'd never heard of that before um emotional freedom tapping it's technique it's called and that was awesome but um last year in particular I uh signed up for a six month healthy minds co coaching package with um Imelda at Healthy Minds and that almost was like an extension of of um the work that I'd been doing with, well, or the next level or the next step, I guess, uh, with my emotional wellbeing coach, Gail. Um, oh, the the six-month coaching package was, like, life-changing for me. And I think if I had gone through a lot of that um, in my first year of... It would have got, it would have paired really nicely with that first year of weight loss surgery, but I, you know, it's that's not how it happened for me. And um, I think everything's worked out and happened in the way that it needed to for me but yeah I will, I'll probably carve out some time in, in a later episode to talk a bit about that so that was the end of episode um six and um yeah ah that was really cool I like that that was a fun one for me actually just listening to to, to that again we did get up to the 45 minute mark so that's awesome um I don't have any other further reflections I think I hope that might be helpful for people to kind of see the roller coaster over those weeks of time. Um, and then just that reflection of, you know, obviously so invested week by week up front. But you know, once I got to that six month mark, I obviously laxed off quite a bit. And it was true for me. I, I lost bulk of my weight in that first six months and then not much else after that. So, um, yeah, that I can see. Obviously, it was a big focus for me in the first six months. And then after that, um, not so much. Life got a bit more busier. Um, I did find, so within there, you would have heard me mention lockdown. It was the first COVID lockdown. And uh, I think it was like six weeks that we were kind of, we had to stay at home and couldn't go anywhere. Um, that's when I started baking. And I that was my, my vo real <coughs> vice in that first kind of year of weight loss surgery. Once I started baking... Um, I couldn't stop eating it. So I mentioned in, in the yesterday that that used to be my like kryptonite. Uh, so that would have, in terms of self sabotage, big one for me was um just making cookies and eating them a lot because they you know they call them filler foods for a reason. They go down really easy. Um, yeah. So I I feel like COVID nineteen had quite a big impact on my journey. And as I was reading this, I. I was thinking, gosh, I wonder what it would have been like if COVID hadn't have hit and I've just continued on and, you know, sports were the same and and there was no period of time where, like, me working from home 
was it was nice for the um, to be able to be there for my kids and to be able to have more flexibility over my hours. But man, being close to the kitchen really had an effect on me. Um, I wasn't doing intuitive eating then. I didn't trust my body and understand when I was really hungry and all the rest of it. So I would just spend every moment that I had nothing to do in the kitchen cooking or eating or baking. Um, and I think, and that obviously played a part in, in, um, how my weight loss story went after weight loss surgery. Uh, so yeah, I do wonder how things may have been different or not. It doesn't matter. It is what it is now, but, um, yeah, all, all different things to think about. So thank you for tuning in for episode, uh, six today, chapter six of an unexpected journey. We'll see you next time around. As always, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Bariatric Yarns. We'd love to hear from you over on our Instagram at Bariatric Yarns. And our final reminders of today, take care of yourself, listen to your medical specialist and be respectful of others in the weight loss surgery community.